Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mixed Coffee. We are Allie and Leslie. Today, we have something special for you while talking about K Beauty. But before that, we have a disclaimer.、Uh, before we go into the actual episode, we have a bit of news for you guys. You might have noticed in our intro that Judy is not present today, and I just wanted to clarify that for a bit before we go on. So, Judy is currently busy with personal commitments, and so she decided to take a break for the time being. I know, we're also sad, but、uh, health is important, and physical and mental、uh, health is important for us, so we all agree that it's better for her to avoid getting burned out. That being said, until Judy is ready to come back, it's going to be me and Leslie for the time being. However, Today, we have a guest speaker. She's a good friend of mine and Leslie's, and we love her so much and really appreciate her taking the time to join us today for our episode. Without further ado, let's jump straight into our episode. Hi, Abby! Welcome! Hello! Yay! Thank you so much for having me. Welcome to our podcast. So, just for people who might not know you, because you know, we have common friends that will know you, but for everyone else, can you briefly introduce yourself? Uh, well, my name is Abby. I am from Australia, but I was born in Korea. And well,、uh, yeah, I'm an illustrator.、Um, I'm trying to move into graphic design, so that's what I've been doing lately. And well, I'm taking some classes for、um, like Photoshop at Adobe Suite and Illustrator because、mm-hmm. these are like、um, industry standards, I guess.、Mm-hmm. And just yeah, trying to build a portfolio so I can start looking for jobs in this area too. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it's been、cool. interesting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing your art everywhere. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, so you did go a little bit into your background.、Um, I was going to ask about that, but thankfully you did. <laughs> but I also would, I think it would be nice、uh, to let the audience know how we all met because we all know each other, right? Do you want to do the honors?、Uh, me? Oh, yes, I'd love to. Yeah.、Uh, well, yeah, I met、uh, <laughs> Ali and Leslie, I believe, last year. Or was it the year before?、Mm, I think it was last year. I think I met you last year. Yeah, then year. it was definitely last year. Memory fades me. But yeah, we yeah. met at church.、Um, mm-hmm. I joined a small group at church, and、uh, Ali and Leslie were both in the group. I believe the first time I met、um, Leslie was、uh, the first time I joined the group, which was at like a, we were having lunch at a cafe. And I,、mm-hmm. yeah, we started talking, and she sounded really awesome and just really、mm-hmm. sweet and、mm-hmm. kind.、Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she's awesome. So maybe, you know, I'll.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're so nice. Yeah. Because actually, yeah. Oh, come on, Leslie. Own it up, you're really awesome.、Yeah. I love you. I thought when we met, you were so kind and you were so pretty. And yeah, I'm really glad that we became friends through that. Yeah, I, I immediately warmed up to、mm. you. Yeah, definitely. And then I met Ellie through the small group as well. And yeah, I just really instantly, yeah, really felt like, hey, I can, I can you know, chill with these guys. They seem really kind and really down to earth. <laughs> And very intelligent, so our conversations are always really fun but also funny. So, yeah, I really, really appreciate you guys. Aww, I appreciate you too. And <laughs> yeah, I... We can just stop the podcast here. Yeah,、um, okay, guys, see you next time. I, I mean, hear you. you next time. <laughs> Kidding.、Uh, <laughs> no, we actually have a lot to cover today, but I do remember fondly 
um, our discussions through a life group. And I remember every, every time it would go so deep. Yeah. I mean, kind of like this podcast, but Christian version. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just, I don't know how, but I ended up opening up to the group a lot more than I thought. But it, it, yeah. it really was nice. Yeah. I feel like that particular group really lent itself well to speaking comfortably um, with each other and really able to mm-hmm. share. Yeah, I think the, the general atmosphere yeah, yeah. and the environment um, feels very safe to be honest and kind of share your life. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so now I have a funny question. I mean, an interesting question. Um, I know you're not prepared, but um, if you had to describe me and Leslie with one word, what would that Ooh, word one be? One word. You can be silly. It's fine. Yes. Oh. Yes. Creative. Use oh. your creativity. I'm not as creative as you, as you guys think I am. Um. <laughs> not on the spot. <laughs> Oh, um, it's not funny, but I want to say curious. Uh, the word curious comes to mind because um, I feel like both of you are quite inquisitive. You're very intelligent. Um, you fine, uh, yeah. are curious about um, people and the world and, you know, a lot of things. And, you know, Leslie, you're into like anthropology um, and, you know, Ali as well and also like history. So, yeah, I feel like curiosity is a really... Um, important trait in a person in a way so yeah oh yeah i i got my 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 full my full my is that i got my i uh, i don't know what i want to say but anything you can edit that out um no i don't think i'll edit that <laughs> out i think i'll keep it in uh, you will send it to me to put it on real i know <laughs> I did it with my own. Well, you know, mouth. there's so many more words to describe you guys, but, you know, like, should I, should I keep going? <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll pay you. Okay, this is getting weird. Okay, let's, let's draw back. Um, so <laughs> we're done with the icebreaker, I guess, questions that I prepared. So let's dive into our topic for today. So me and Leslie discussed with Abby beforehand to find out, like, what she's really interested and passionate about. So she said she's passionate about K-pop. Uh, not K-pop, I'm sorry. K-beauty and fashion. <laughs> so for starters, how about me and Leslie first share about how much we know about K-beauty, just so we can, you know, see what we're dealing with here. Uh, Leslie, <laughs> do you want to start? Okay, um, well, yeah, <laughs> suddenly. So I actually don't know that much about K-beauty. I did not grow up really being accustomed to like beauty routines and, and makeup or just skincare. And, uh, but whenever I watched Korean dramas or Korean drop or K-pop, I'm sorry, I was always really impressed by their skin. Right. Yeah. The, they just looked really good. And, uh, I remember I read, read a meme somewhere. Hair on fleek. Fleek? Is, I thought that was just used for eyebrows. Yes. No. But, okay. Where it was like, they, it looks like, or it felt like after you watch some of those things, you just wanted to like dump your face in lotion or something. Oh, yes. um, but that's something where I started to learn about like maybe Korean skincare is different. <laughs> uh, but I started to get to know more about it actually just you through YouTube and you know going to Korea and being able to look around all the little stores that was always really fun. Um, but to be honest, I'm not that. Uh, 
I, I don't know all the lingo. I don't know mm-hmm. all the all the nine steps to 10, 11 uh, steps to do things. So I just, uh, yeah, I just have a routine mm-hmm. that's kind of simple and I keep that every night, but it's very inspired by Korean beauty. Um, for me, uh, well, it all started not exactly with K-beauty, but it put the K in front while I, <laughs> when I discovered about Korea and um, Korean everything, basically. But um, I remember in junior high slash high school, watching these influencers on YouTube, like when they act like the like influencer thing on YouTube, like YouTuber kind of started. And uh, there was this um, one girl, but she did like makeup tutorials and like beauty um and then, and then I transitioned to other people and looking at like uh, skincare routines and like just vlogging about life and stuff. And I, I saw that, you know, people use more than water. And I was like, oh, um, that's that's cool. Like I, I never I wasn't educated. Like my, my parents, my mom has a very good skin and she doesn't use a lot of products. So I never was introduced to yeah that world of cosmetics and she doesn't even do makeup so I didn't know much about that either so uh but then when I um started watching dramas too and just looking at Koreans way of like life and you know other vlogs and I discovered there's a trazillion of steps that they do in the morning and at night uh as compared to like the American I would say influences that I used to watch um that was a bit surprising but uh it got me intrigued so that's where it all started I would say I did definitely learn more coming to Korea and like actually trying out products, um, Korean products and everything. Yeah. Um, so Abby, tell us how, what made you be interested in K-beauty, except for the fact that you are Korean. Yeah, I think K-beauty, um, I guess I have to go back to the time when the word K, Mm -hmm. this K that didn't really exist. Um, because I am relatively oldish but not that old but you know like my my age is uh, not young (laughs) oh no not very young (laughs) I don't know anyway um, so let's go back (laughs) to the 90s shall we Um, okay I was still in primary school well okay sorry going back to the beginning so I was born in Korea Um, my family is all Korean um, but we immigrated to uh, New Zealand and then Australia. So that's where I grew up and, you know, spent the majority of my life. So I have an interesting relationship with um, Korea in general, the Korean culture and also K-beauty. Um, so before K-beauty, I was just really into beauty products and beauty things and um, mm-hmm. in general. So uh, I remember in high school, uh, well, so... With the Korean beauty uh, in the 90s, uh, that's when I kind of discovered Korean kind of K-pop, you know, idols and stuff through like cassette tapes and little like videotapes. So um, we used to watch it when I was in New Zealand and my sister, who is one year older than me, she was more into the Korean culture than I was and she was she had more Korean friends. And so she was more, I guess, trendy and interested in all that, um, even in primary school. So that's when I kind of started seeing idols with like, you know, these like crazy spiky hair and like, you know, pastel makeup and all that. 
Um, and in high school, uh, I was just more into just, you know, what, looking at like reading beauty magazines. Um, so、mm. there was one that I really, uh, 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 what do you call it? One magazine、um, in Australia called、uh, Dolly Magazine <laughs>、um, that was, you know, more、uh, catered towards teenagers, and that's what I、mm-hmm. read the most. But they,、um, mm-hmm. we also had Korean magazines, they sold Korean magazines in Korean shops. In Australia.、Mm-hmm. So my sister used to buy them and I would just kind of read it you know, with her. So Sassy Magazine is really what introduced me to Korean beauty. And、mm-hmm. um, yeah, so from there, you know, whenever I came to visit Korea every now and then, I would kind of discover all the Korean beauty brands and products and try out different things.、Um, so yeah, so that's where I kind of started my journey with K Beauty. Mm-hmm. Cool. Interesting. If I could ask a question,、um, Abby, like, what kind of, what is K Beauty to you? Oh, like in general? I mean, like, how do you utilize it? Like, what does it look like for you? I had that question. Oh, that's a really good question. So,、uh, I think I've always leaned more towards natural looking makeup. I did have a brief、uh, black eyeliner everywhere phase for about a Mm. You know, a few months when I was、Didn't、in high school. But mainly, I prefer more natural looking,、um, especially with base makeup, more natural looking、um, like foundation. And I do like to use a lot of different skincare, I guess. I don't go、mm. um, as extreme as like this 10, ske-、uh, 10 step kind of skincare routine thing that was kind of trendy for a while. But yeah, I do focus on kind of taking care of my skin, and that kind of helps me. Wear less foundation if that makes sense. So,、mm-hmm. yeah, I think skincare mainly, and then I really like base makeup for some reason. <laughs> and then、mm-hmm. I kind of really enjoy blush and yeah, eyeshadows, eyeliners, everything. I mostly just do eye makeup, and then everything else is just kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so、um, one thing that I'm actually curious. Uh, talking about skincare routine, is that if you actually have one and if it like is different from morning to night, because I know some people have it differently, and if it's like a set, you know, routine that you go through. Ooh, I think I have a pretty complicated <laughs> Ooh, routine.、Okay. Uh, it kind of changes depending on the season, depending on、oh. what my skin is like. The time of the month. This is where me and Leslie just so,、uh, nod and smile. There are like staples, <laughs> I guess, staples that I kind of always end up using.、Um, it's mainly、mm-hmm. uh, anything with like salicylic acid, so BHAs or AHAs, like chemical exfoliants.、Um, <laughs> and、uh, toners or serums with like、uh, Hilar. I can never say this word. Hyaluronic acid. <laughs> Hyaluronic acid. Yes, yeah, that yeah, thing. Because、yeah. um, I、yeah. have quite dehydrated skin. So,、uh, so that's for dehydrated skin. Okay, yeah, guys. So I need、knows. a chemical exfoliant because I tend to. my I think the turnover rate is slow or something like that.、Um, so, yeah, chemical exfoliant, hydrating serums, and then a moisturizer on top. And anything in between,、um, or like, yeah, it kind of. Depends on what I want to try, etc. So the main is just like 
exfoliant, hydration, moisturizer, sunscreen is the formula, I guess. Sunscreen. So that's it. This is like what you would do in the morning, right? Yes. So I have like a concoction of serums that I like to mix and match. So, oh, you mix your serums. So I know hmm. some people are conflicted about mixing serums. And I, I used to do it before, mm -hmm. especially when I used to use hyaluronic acid as well or BHA, AHA, because mm -hmm. if you use them on their own, they're kind of, you know, too rough for your skin yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So do you have your own, like, thing yeah. that you mix, um, like you go to? Oh, I used to use the Hyaluronic Acid. I can't say that one. HA. 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 We're going to call H -A. it HA. HA serum. From like the ordinary, because yes. um, it's very oh, simple, ordinary good, it's affordable, yeah. and yeah. Um, sometimes I use serums that kind of helps with dark spots, and because um, I mm -hmm. get a lot of like hyperpigmentations and freckles, so mm -hmm. like for example vitamin C, or oh, okay. um, calming serums, there's so many in Korea, so yeah. it's fun to just kind of try out different products each time you have to... Um, each time I have to buy a new bottle, <laughs> so I kind of try out something new. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think yeah, that's about it. Okay, so sometimes I can get really concerned or just like worried about using products mm -hmm. on my face mm -hmm. because I don't I haven't really had allergic reactions um, on my skin before, except like one random time in middle school. So. But I'm still like concerned that just in case this new mm. product might like harm me, do you think that's like a legitimate concern to have with these sort of beauty products? Well, just to put it out there, I am not a dermatologist. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I know. an expert. So <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. disclaimer. Aww. Um, but I like to do a lot of like I guess before I buy a product, I do tend to research mm. or like kind of look up online or mm. look up reviews um, with anything, mm. not just, you know, beauty products. Um, right. But for, in my experience, I do have a bit of a sensitive skin too. So I like to kind of look at the ingredients and see what's in it. Um, anything with like too many, too much like fragrance or um, I kind of avoid anything that has shea butter or like a where the main ingredient is shea butter because for me it clogs my pores um so oh, i know that because i feel like every time i used it i've you know had breakouts so i do like to look up the ingredients and kind of see the reviews on the most part i um i think if it has active ingredients such as vitamin c um retinoids retinols those kind of uh anything that you know yeah, like active ingredients like chemical, you know, AHAs, BHAs, all that kind of stuff, um, retinoids, what else? Um, yeah, something like that with, um, or something that is photosensitive. Yes. So those kind of things, I think it's good to try with like a very low dose and then, up, you know, increase it from there to like twice a week and for like, you know, um, to see what your reaction is like. Um, so yeah, I think with anything, it's it's good to kind of test it out and see if you get an allergic reaction. With the like chemical exfoliants, I tend to avoid using it uh, in the morning because it is photosensitive. Is that what it? Uh, photosensitive is that the right word? Like basically, um, it reacts with sunlight. So mm -hmm. I tend to kind of use it during the evening. 
um yeah so usually they would say put any product to put it like not on your face but somewhere like as sensitive as your face so like mm. to check if you have any allergic reaction also i know i don't know um in us but in korea you can get from um what's that very very big corporation that makes beauty products amore pacific so i don't know how to pronounce that in english so amore pacific amore pacific yeah. amore is not a korean word so or english it's not so amore <laughs> i think it's italian amore pacific uh the very very big 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 corporation mm-hmm. um they own a very um a large number of uh beauty brands yeah and they offer the on their website they offer um samples so you can buy in uh sample of uh, samples from different products that you want to test out mm. um and uh before you buy the actual product so and if you buy the actual product i think they give you a discount but i'm not sure uh if this is not paid promotion so <laughs> this is just something that i found out on my own <laughs> okay yeah, speaking of samples um, actually I think one of the um, kind of selling points about a lot of K-beauty like beauty brands is it's quite ex- uh, easy to try out samples because they whenever you buy something they tend to give you a whole yeah. ton of samples so you can try it out right. and it kind of I guess encourages the customer to try out one, you know, a new range of products for example. Um, so that's yeah. actually yeah how I got to try out you know a number of things in the Korean beauty industry. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Um, whereas I feel like in Australia, um, I we call it the pharmacy. So they sell, you know, medicine, but also like skincare and those kind of shampoos and all this stuff. So we just mm-hmm. call it drugstore, I guess is what you call it in the States. Um, we just call it like pharmacy or Priceline. <laughs> um, but so they didn't really offer samples. Um, in department store mm-hmm. brands, they don't really offer samples for skincare brands uh, unless you purchase something. And that's very expensive, mm-hmm. especially, you know, um, for me, I was very young, so that wasn't an option for me. So yeah, Korean brands and Korean um, beauty brands were just appealing to me because they were more affordable. Um, but also, yeah, I could just try it out before I buy it. I know for Sephora at least because some friends tried it tried and tested. Um so this is for foundation. I'm not sure about creams and other things, but some some friends um back in back home um they were like I want to I really want to buy this product but I want to test it beforehand. So they would give a little bit of foundation mm. that they could use for a couple days. Do you have like a favorite brand or a specific product that you use? Uh, both of you. K-beauty or Including. in general? Just in, I think in general, because I don't know if we all only use Korean products, right? Yeah, um, I mean, I definitely use I a mixture of that. different brands. Um, with skincare, um, Paula's Choice has a BHA like exfoliant. It's like a liquid exfoliant, like a liquid toner, mm-hmm. um, and I've been using that for many years, and about four or five years now. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of those kind of staples in my skincare routine that I always end up repurchasing over and over again um with like makeup uh foundation I think it always changes for me depending on the climate the weather like throughout the years my skin kind of changes so currently I'm using Mm. like a Estee Lauder foundation um and with eyeshadow I actually recently got into like you know the Korean uh the more affordable brands, I guess. Um, 
in Olive Young, you can get those are like mm-hmm. different eyeshadows and stuff. But I was really interested in trying out like glitter for the first time in my mm. life. I avoided glitter like a like a plague basically. <laughs> but um, I did notice you use it lately more. Yeah. Um, so something about it, I feel like it's uh, a little bit more subtle than it used to be. The the trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and perhaps you know you know the weather is turning to be you know it's warmer it's sunnier and yeah I just kind of wanted to try something new um, I was quite bored mm-hmm. of the same same old same old <laughs> um, mm-hmm. looks that I've been you know doing for years and years so yeah glitter and it's right. like a palette from Dazik Pejik it's a Korean brand um, I, I don't I'm not very knowledgeable yeah. but I know what you mean and um, I don't like the overly like on here <laughs> yeah. sparkle, but uh, I do like uh, slight. Um, and it works well on my skin. I'm, I'm fair skin. Is it a concealer skin. or eyeshadow? No, it's an eyeshadow. Oh, oh, nice. It's called Splendid Chill. And so it's oh. a very everyday kind of glitter. It's like a cream texture. Does it Does it kind of stay on your lids? Yeah, yeah. But for products, I do have some products that I go to, but they're they're mostly brands. So I do really like Kosar X. Mm-hmm. Uh, their products are really good. And Abib. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I only use Abib foam clean, cleanser, the green one, and the toner. Leslie? Uh, I, I, didn't, I don't know the names of things, but I, uh, I guess I use the Ordinary, the salicylic mm-hmm. acid. That's how you say it, right? I think so. so. <laughs> um, I use that almost every day, actually, um, mm-hmm. in the morning. And then I put on a moisturizer afterwards. Of course, I wash my face before both of those with, like, an acne wash. Because, like, I used to have acne medicine that was from a dermatologist. But at the moment, I don't have health insurance. And so I can't go anywhere. Um, so I've just been using over-the-counter stuff. And that seemed to work pretty well because I had to break out. Um, so that and then those two things, usually I'm done after that and then, and then I go on to makeup where it's like sunscreen first and then I'll put on like BB cream just to kind of even things out. And you know what? Actually, there's this really wonderful sunscreen that I got in Korea from the Sephora there mm. and I love it so much because it also evens out my tone. And it makes me look brighter. And I'm like, it's so nice. So anyway, I love it. And I bought a few bottles when I was abroad. But it, even though it was in Sephora, it's not here in the U.S. I can't even order it. And I'm so oh. upset. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess. Oh, is it, so is it a Korean brand or? I guess so. It's a Santique. Um, so I didn't know that name because I've been asking people, I'll go to makeup stores and be like, do you have Santique? And they're like, no, but let me show you other things. And I'm like, I don't want other things. Um, <laughs> so I've been like <laughs> very eager to get some. Um, but I mean, I found like a few things I can order that are like not the exact products I want. They're like different Santique products. And I'm like, but I want the, the bright yellow colored sunscreen. <laughs> like I want that one. So anyway, yeah, that's. That's what's going on. I don't like to change my routine much because I do get anxious about new things. I I really understand you on that. And mm-hmm. I think it just... I, I go in season. So if I change something, I change a few things. Uh, and then I go with them for a time. And then maybe I will change it again. But I like to have a routine as well. 
Um, and my routine is definitely not very long. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I think I did definitely have uh, an actual routine when I was younger, so in my 20s. Um, but having come to Korea, I think, um, and especially, you know, since COVID and, you know, we started wearing masks everywhere, I think I just kind of mm. didn't wear makeup for the past two years probably <laughs> and um, yeah. routine just went out the door and probably mm. also because you know now that I'm getting a little bit more older um, I'm just not as interested in makeup it you know than I was before um, so I guess I just care a little less than I used to so now it's like oh whatever and then um, even with makeup I think ever since we needed to wear masks um, I got it's interesting, but I became more comfortable with not wearing any makeup. Um, mm -hmm. And now we're, we're masking in Korea as well. And now, you know, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying putting makeup on again. But yeah, I think the my relationship with uh, beauty and beauty brands and beauty products has kind of evolved over the years as well. And I wonder if that has been you know, the same with you guys. Or um, I thought of something right away, but journey. I remember... <laughs> You guys I tend question. to be self-righteous and the why I'm self-righteous will change over time but like in in a uh, beginning of university I was tweeting and that's never a good idea and I said like if your makeup takes more than five minutes you're doing it wrong and I thought I was so clever and so funny and because my makeup didn't take more than five minutes I didn't start to wear foundation or sunscreen or anything it, wearing sunscreen was not something taught to me like unless you go to the beach like why wear sunscreen um, but that's something I've adopted from Korea, which I think is good. Um, mm -hmm. But I didn't, I like put some eye makeup yeah. on, then I was done. And I'm like, ah, aren't I, I don't care about how I look. Like, it's so wonderful. <laughs> and yeah, I was a bit self-righteous. So like my ideas have changed a lot since then where I think like, you know, beauty and taking care <laughs> of your skin is also a really loving thing you can do for yourself. And it's fun and it's creative. And I shouldn't judge people <laughs> for like wanting to spend more time on themselves. Um, so but yeah, that's that's how it's changed where I've become more interested and less like just against it for no reason and thinking like, I, you know, I'm better than other people because I don't spend so much time on it. So I'm glad that's changed for sure. I feel kind of, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I thought that way. I feel so bad. No, it's understandable. So I, f I definitely feel like COVID has made a big impact in makeup, for example. Before COVID, I feel like I used a bit more makeup. But I never actually like liked how my face feels when I have products mm. on. It's so sticky and like I can put my, my, my hand on my face. Sometimes I rest my, my head on my hand. Like if I do that, I'm like, oh no, I have foundation on. Um, and mm. so I, I never actually enjoy having foundation on so i that step is perfectly like gone now i just put on sunscreen in the morning um but um i stopped using lipstick and i stopped uh putting eyeshadow and like focusing so much on my eyes and that's why now i only put on i like i do my eyebrows and the mascara um but in terms of skincare i feel like i wanted to feel pretentious and then like oh my god i have to have so many steps i'm like i'm trying to use all the products but then i realized that simplicity is best and it's not okay to put too much on your skin um it's gonna be like what are you doing to me and then break out you know 
so I just have four steps like cleanse um cleanse cleanser toner serum and cream yeah I think in terms of this that skincare routine it's pretty much the same for me as well it's just the products interchange here and there um cleanse mm -hmm. uh exfoliate if I have to hydration moisturizer sunscreen in the morning <laughs> sunscreen is a huge thing uh that I learned in Korea actually for uh growing up in Australia um, sunscreen was actually always taught to us like it's very important to wear sunscreen because um, the sun is you know we don't we have a gigantic hole where the ozone layer should be so there's you know skin cancer is very um, prevalent in Australia so we're always taught to wear sunscreen but I just hated the feeling of sunscreen on my face and my body mm -hmm. um, especially back then the products um, yeah I just didn't I guess yeah they're very heavy yeah very heavy and nowadays there's so many different you know types of sunscreen and there's like hydrating ones moisturizing ones something that's more lightweight chemical and like uh physical sunscreens and all this kind of stuff so it's just yeah it's so much more accessible and easier to just kind of slap it on your face than it used to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, i used to hate the feeling yeah, yeah. i i totally understand um, but I did, I, I received this as a promo, I, so I posted it on my Instagram, but, um, so I'm not just saying it, but it's really nice, like, uh, it's from Skin and Lab, and it's, um, sunscreen, but what I like about it is that it's very moisturizing, mm -hmm. and it goes into the skin so fast, it doesn't leave a cast, um, so, yeah, if you guys want a recommendation, this is it. I wonder if that one's available where I am. I don't know, but you can find it on my Instagram, hashtag Allie, um, <laughs> I'm not promoting myself. My influencer friend. <laughs> yeah. I use this thing from pharmacy, which started to sell <clears throat> in Korea, but then they stopped right before uh -huh. I left. Um, pharmacy with an F, like farm. Oh. Anyway, and uh, it's like this. That's really... how we spell our pharmacy. Wait a minute. Oh, really? <laughs> ah, so it's like this green oil cleanser. That I just love and it's also a makeup remover and so every night I'll use that and it's so gentle and I like it a lot but I'm I still especially listening to you guys I feel so green like I don't really understand all of the things with skin because I just I did not grow up around that most of the girls I went to high school with um, only a handful of them really used makeup and so and the same thing happened at uni like I just wasn't like feeling I put some um, makeup on my eyes and I felt like that was a lot which is where the self-righteous came from of like I can't believe other girls like wear more than this like well, you don't need that um so yeah it really wasn't until I got into Korean stuff that I I was like oh more people do this and like it's not something that I should make fun of all the time so yeah I but I still feel like I don't really know yeah that's so interesting because I guess really you you really don't need makeup right um, um mm. at the end of the day like your skin does what it's supposed to do which is a, it's a protective barrier <laughs> you know like you you like yeah. we weren't born so that we need makeup i guess um but for me it's always been just like just a hobby i guess i it's like a my mom mm -hmm. actually whenever i'm like sitting down doing my makeup my mom used to like go like hey it's like art school again <laughs> because <laughs> so, I was like spending it is like an art yeah, yeah. like painting <laughs> uh, putting colors yeah. on and there are some people who are so good at it and <laughs> right, they can right, right. like they really know all these little tricks that 
I I mean, like, wow. It's mean, <laughs> a whole separate um, major, right? Oh, true. School. I mean, profession and, um, yeah. the, you know, mm-hmm. there's artistry, artistry behind it too. But, yeah, it's always mm-hmm. been a hobby right. for me. And I just really enjoy the process of putting makeup on. Um, mm. And, but for, like, like you, I, my mom, you know, she's, even now she doesn't wear makeup. And I've never, yeah, she never really wore a lot of makeup or even skincare, you know. My mom was, Mm -hmm. you know, she was always working hard and very busy and very practical. So she just didn't really put a lot of, have a lot of time um, or money to, you know, really invest in beauty products. So for me, I Mm -hmm. guess um, I was, you know, influenced by my sister, but also I think because I like creative things and um, so just always, you know, presented as an opportunity to be creative. Um, But yeah, I, in a way... There's just so much product out there. You start feeling like a little bit overwhelmed and like, you know, what do you need and what do you not need? And um, there's always something mm. new. There's always, you know, a new trend to follow. Um, oh, speaking of trends and like, I guess, standard of beauty, I think that has also evolved and my understanding and relationship with that has also changed a lot. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, a little, you know, makeup and skincare and all these kind of stuff can empower women or empower people in general. At the same time, it could really like make us feel like we're not doing enough. <laughs> you know, right, mm. right. What was it like for you guys? With make um, so for me, I don't feel like I enjoyed the process of putting makeup like you did or do. Um, I feel like I always just looked forward to the outcome and I was like, oh, I want <laughs> to look this way. So I was just going towards that. I never actually paid attention on how am I applying and stuff like that. Um, but I did learn a lot about uh, from other people. Like I wanted to mention this about what you said, Leslie. I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily um, a shame that you don't know or like something that you should mm. beat yourself about that you you don't know because i actually did not um really get into it even though i was watching all these videos i didn't actually start doing everything they did uh only until mm. um i was in grad school i was going deeper i guess into korean culture and seeing that everyone else around me at school was doing the same because it was an east asian major <laughs> um <laughs> I uh I have this one friend that we would talk about like different products that she would use and so we would go to the pharmacy that's what we call it too. We had a Korean like corner um uh, we'll say like oh we should try how we how we should use it like uh, and I also like just looked into it online like YouTube is a big part of my life. I learn everything mostly on YouTube. So Same. <laughs> um I don't yeah like um it just took time. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just trying things out is how I learn. But definitely Korea has made me more interested <laughs> in taking care of my skin or like I don't I wouldn't say I wouldn't say for makeup because my I my eyes look different. I have double eyelids, right? First of all. And um I like even for a Caucasian, I don't have too much space under my eyebrows to do makeup. Like I have that very like low eyebrows. So I never was able to actually replicate a lot of what I saw on YouTube because I didn't have that. I couldn't like put glitter on it. Like it would look very weird for me. Mm. There's some things that I haven't tried out because I'm like, oh, I'm afraid like it would look weird. Um, 
nothing fits that it's on internet so i'm just not gonna do anything that was literally what i thought mm. so i stopped doing eye makeup and i just shadowed my um my um crease and that's it but that was a good thing actually because i started to learn based on my features and how would that look for my eyes so i did look and learn a lot about from other people but i think the best way I learn is just looking in the mirror and trying things out yeah yeah I I think I had a similar um kind of experience as you um I mentioned um that I used to you know read a lot of like beauty magazines like when I was in high school um so the Australian magazine and the Korean magazines as well but neither really um catered towards uh my facial features i guess if that makes sense mm -hmm. i don't have double eyelids um i i guess it's like a monolid but it's i have this tiny tiny crease that you can't even see so it's different mm -hmm. um i guess the speaking of like beauty trends and all that kind of stuff, the standard of beauty i didn't quite fit into the australian standard of beauty because it's uh media is still predominantly um uh i guess well back then as well it's uh predominantly just like not east asians <laughs> yeah they didn't there weren't a lot of like east asian um you know models or uh yeah just makeup artists or something like that like inspirations i could kind of follow um in korean magazines too because i had didn't have double eyelids and during the uh i guess the y2k or 2000s um that you mm -hmm. know decade um all the magazines like at least one third of the magazine was about plastic surgery. There was a special section, wow. um, you know, dedicated towards plastic surgery. And mm. I, even back then, I didn't, I knew that I didn't really fit into that standard and I didn't want to fit into it. I felt like the magazine was telling me that, you know, because I don't have certain features, I'm like, that's not beautiful. And I didn't like that. So I think I kind of, yeah, yeah. in a way, rejected the Korean standard of beauty. But at the same time, I, because I didn't really fit into the Australian standard of beauty either, um, yeah, I just kind of had to resort to, you know, what works on my face. So really, like, because I was so into makeup, I would just spend hours, like, trying different makeup looks. And over the years, I kind of learned how to um, do makeup on my face, you know, just my features. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. With YouTube, I guess there are more and more influences and... Um, more Korean influences with different facial facial features now but yeah back then there weren't that many um, diversity it wasn't as diverse as it is, as it is now mm. um, and yeah even trends I think I'm one of those people who are like if there's a trend and everyone's doing it I kind of don't want to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I, I only kind of um, jump on the bad Megan when I when I kind of enjoy it or if I feel like that's gonna work on me. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of trends um, that I never tried out, but now I think I'm more open to trends. Um, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I think I'm less judgmental about uh, you know participating in a trend than I used to be. I think I was quite judgmental when I was quite, uh, when I was young, possibly because mm. I didn't quite fit into the, the you know, standard, but yeah. Mm. Leslie, you've been awfully quiet. Mm. <laughs> I'm learning. 
Well, I was going to say something about um, K-beauty in the U.S. at least. Mm. I'm a bit wary of because I know that Korea is very popular. Korean culture is. And so there's a lot of companies that will be like, this is the K-beauty section. I'm always like, what is it? Mm -hmm. Like, um, uh, or different groups that have popped up. Like there's something called Glow. I remember learning about them. And how they kind of utilize the idea of traditional Korean beauty. They throw that word around to give this sort of mark, like to market this really natural feeling um, kind of beauty scheme. So scheme isn't isn't a doesn't sound kind, but I just mean like I I can feel how it's utilized for marketing, Mm -hmm. and so that makes me more cautious about buying k-beauty anything with a k-beauty label outside of korea um though it, you know there's other reasons that i'm wary of things because i'm always wary of marketing that's how i was raised it's like if they're trying to sell you something just be cautious like always and so but in the u.s whenever i go places i kind of feel if there's a k-beauty section i feel a bit um not sure how much to trust it unless it's an actual company i know about or i feel kind of like, I don't want to be seen there, which makes me feel really bad. But there's this idea of, like, the Korea boo and people who are interested in Korea who are white, mm-hmm. white young girls. And they're made fun of often um, in the media. And so I always, like, ever since I became interested in Korea, I've always been really cautious about that. And that's why sometimes it's more comfortable to be in Korea as a white person than to be, uh, for mm-hmm. me, just personally. But there's, like, some, like, I kind of want to stay away from K-beauty, anything that looks like 2K-beauty. Just because I don't want to be considered somebody who's just like head over heels um, because mm. it's trendy or cool. Would it be kind of similar to how people see like white, uh, quote unquote, white people, like or Western people or non non Asian people, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, being really into like anime or that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. same. That same kind of judge- judgment, I guess. Oh. Yeah, there's the same judgment. And I used to have that kind of, not not super big judgment because I was into anime, but I wasn't like into anime when I was growing mm-hmm. up. But there were some people who were just really into it and you could see from the way they dressed. Mm-hmm. And now it's sort of shifted where like Korea stuff was not interesting when I was in high school. But now you can sometimes tell or like, oh, that person's interested in Korean beauty because they're fashion mm-hmm. sort of. And like uh, you can sort of tell or they'll say it. And there is some judgment, but it's still wrapped up in K-beauty where it feels weird to be a, uh, a Caucasian person interested in anything with the K label mm. in the US. That is so um, interesting. I mean, at least not in the cities. Because I, oh, uh, I feel like that the Korean like soft, soft power I guess in terms of like beauty things and um, in Korea I think they use a word yoksuchu, which is like uh, what, would you, what would you call it? Um, what's, the, what's the word for it? Uh, like re-expectation almost? Um, before in Korea, because really, if you think about it, K beauty is still beauty. <laughs> K K pop mm-hmm. is it still is, like yeah. pop, right. but um, obviously they have the the, uh, the individual kind of uh, characteristics. But at the end of the day, um, it's not that much more different from like a just beauty products if you think about it. Um, mm. So yeah, it's so interesting and it's so just. Kind of fascinating to see the the influences, I guess, um, overseas, 
um, because growing up in Australia, there was none of that when I was, you know, little. Um, yeah, no one knew where Korea was. <laughs> uh, K-pop was, mm. you know, very unknown. And um, yeah, so anything Korean, it was quite, it's very niche. Um, and mm-hmm. really only Korean Australians or people, you know, in the Korean uh, community, you know, would be interested in it. And mm. nowadays, um, well, I haven't been to Australia in uh, many years, but, you know, there are actual shops selling Korean uh, beauty products and skincare. There are Korean beauty salons, Korean nail salons. And um, yeah, so it's it's a lot more uh, just... I guess it's part of the the culture than it used to be and at the same time mm-hmm. um you know you're mentioning that there is still that uh i guess judgment towards uh people who are into it so it's so yeah so it's just fascinating there always is some sort of judgment yeah like, <laughs> uh, but i'm i'm trying to overcome that it's like if i like this thing i don't need to be afraid if someone sees me it's like mm-hmm. oh the white girl interesting korean stuff i was like okay you're right. <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead with my life. Okay. Wow. That was a great conversation, guys. And thank you, Abby, for joining us. Well, thank you so much um, for having me. It's so good to see your face. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We should do this more often. Mm-hmm. Just, just yeah. FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we will have a part two. So everybody will have a part two with Abby. But it's just too much to talk about. <laughs> too much to talk yeah. about. <laughs> it's a very broad subject. I'm excited. It'll be good. So thank you, thank you guys, thank you thank Abby you. for joining us. We're uh, we're gonna end here, but we'll we'll hear you or you'll hear us in the next episode. This was Meek's Cafe with Ali and Leslie, and also Abby. So I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>